wants to try my 18-layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning, if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I wouldn't eat it. What you talking about? Who the hell are you talking to? Charlie Blackman is the batting champion, more like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and the sunsets orange? Welcome into All Colorado Everything. This is Ace, where we talk everything Colorado, three stories a week, three days a week to get you going on your day with nothing too long, nothing too short of everything you need to know about Colorado sports. I'm your host, Matt Kennedy, and today we're going to be mixing it up a little bit. How often do you hear of a sports podcast talking about Division II football? Not very often, but it doesn't mean it's not worthy of being talked about. Here's why. Some of the best football in Colorado isn't happening on the D1 level. While none of the CUs, CSUs, UNCs, and Air Forces are ranked in the top 25, there is one team who is ranked in the top 25 in the NCAA Division II AFCA polls. Coming in at number five is good old Colorado School of Mines. The Ore Diggers have been playing their best football and program history and currently hold the highest top 25 ranking in program history. They lead the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference, the RMAC, with a 4-0 record and an average a point margin of 33.25 points, which is just ridiculous. We're going to talk everything Colorado School of Mines, everything RMAC, and everything Colorado football with Josh Coleman, the managing editor of the CMU Criterion and the sports director of 91.3 KMSA, the radio station over at CMU, in just a little bit. So the rest of the RMAC, Recommended Athletic Conference, just to get you familiar with the term, features some teams that are getting some votes to enter the top 25. But they haven't busted down the door just yet. Talk about the College School of Mines, number five, but tied for first in the RMAC. Some boys out west, Western Colorado and Colorado Mesa. All teams are undefeated. Western and Mines are 4-0, while Mesa is 3-0, thanks to an awkward week to buy. This is the first time in some time that we find three undefeated teams in the RMAC after a whole month of football. All three have quality wins, and all three have the ability to make it to the postseason. The Mountaineers of Western Colorado received a total of 64 votes, while CMU took in 30 to get into the top 25, the most either team has received in the national polls so far this year. Can't forget about Sishu Pueblo. The team down in uh, um, the, um, down in Pueblo, the Thunderwolves, have received two votes, and they were the last team to win a national title within the RMAC. They will play against CMU this week with a record of 2-2. Two and two. They are fourth within the RMAC. So why are all these teams worth talking about? Well, because, like I said, Entering to this episode, some of the best football is happening right within the RMAC. If you don't care about watching Western or CMU because they don't have the most successful seasons in recent memory, at least put some investment, cash some chips in on the ore diggers of Colorado Mines. The team led by head coach Greg Brandon is averaging 42.5 points per game and have put up 97 combined points in the last two weeks. It's kind of skewed considering they won 76 to nothing against Fort Lewis and one of the biggest blowouts in RMAC history. But that doesn't really hurt my argument. This is the first time in program history the Ore Diggers are starting off the year 4-0 for three consecutive years and are feeling confident after getting a hard-fought win over West Texas A&M last week. They put up over 200 yards on the ground and with studs like Michael Zeman, who averages 105 yards uh, per game on the ground, he leads the team with six rushing tutties and then quarterback John Matocha, who's probably the best quarterback within the region. This is a potential championship-winning football team. 
They're working their way up the national polls. But don't hold your breath because there are some other studs within the same conference, Western and CMU. And what can we say about them? Well, the Mountaineers have the sixth best scoring defense in the entire country, holding their opponents to, what is it, 8.5 points per game and lead the Armec in sacks and total defense. They recently downed Fort Lewis. Poor Skyhawks. <laughs> 42 to nothing and held them to only 59 yards of total offense. Get this. This is the fifth fewest yards allowed in Western Colorado football history. Western and Mines will face off this upcoming weekend, guaranteeing one of the teams in the Armac will no longer be undefeated come next week. And then finally, the good old boys of Colorado Mesa, Tremaine Jackson, and the dogs of Grand Junction are 3-0 for the first time since 2018 and are riding the ninth best offense in the entire country, averaging 487 yards per game that also leads the conference. Offense is not something that CMU has been known for in years past. They brought in a defensive coach in Tremaine Jackson, who decided to bring in a ton of transfers this last offseason, including transfer quarterback, rusher freshman Karst Hunter from South Dakota State. Get this. He's played in eight-man football his entire career. This year was his first 11-man football game as a quarterback. Yes, Karst Hunter, being from Miller, South Dakota, only played eight-man football in high school. Then at South Dakota State, he actually did play 11-man, but it was at the wide receiver and the special teams positions. He's doing a fantastic job. Leading the offense, he already has been named Armac Offensive Player of the Week twice this year, averaging 262 yards through the air and has tossed six touchdown passes in only three starts. CMU will have their wits tested this weekend when they travel to Pueblo to take on the Thunderwolves of CSU Pueblo. As of right now, let's jump over to my conversation with Josh Coleman as he joins the show to talk some Armac football here on All Colorado Everything. Alrighty, I am welcomed today. I'm very proud to be introducing this man himself, good friend of mine, Josh Coleman, the managing editor for the CMU Criterion and the sports director for 913 KMSA over at CMU. Josh, what's up, dude? What's up? Oh, you know, just living life, loving the rainy weather that we got here today. Oh, yeah. How are you? Beautiful. Beautiful Grand Junction desert rain. Only happens once every three years, but we get it. Yeah. It's great. Josh, um, we don't normally talk Division Two ever i mean who really does on a sports podcast however i would like to make the argument that colorado football at the d1 level has been very disappointing this year you can mention the cus the csus and the air forces and cu dropping three straight csu letting the whole state down as usual the only bright spot is air force you can throw in unc but you know on the other end d2 football is thriving especially in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. Now, from what you have seen covering the RMAC, you specifically cover Colorado Mesa University, um, our alma mater. Uh, what would you say is the quality of football from the, from the D2 level? It, what, is it the best quality of football you have ever seen while covering the RMAC in your tenure? I would have to say yes. It's probably been the best quality of football since I got here. What This is going to be my fourth year not necessarily strictly covering it, but really being invested in RMAC football. And I would say that this is probably one of the most, or if not the most competitive years that I have seen from the RMAC. Oh yeah. Why would you say that is? We have three undefeated teams within the RMAC. We have Mines, we have Western and Colorado Mesa. Why are these three teams succeeding at the way that they are right now? Why? Is it just because they had the year off because of COVID? They can develop it. Or is it just because they were, they struggled for a little bit and now they're finally getting that foundation and they're just lighting it up? I don't know. It's 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 fun to see. It really is fun to see. I, 
Yeah, I, I would agree. It's really fun to see, but I think it's a mix of both. Like mines has a ton of chemistry. They, their roster has been pretty similar throughout my mm-hmm. four years. I mean, uh, Matocha is still their quarterback. He was the quarterback when I came in. So they still have some continuity for like teams like CMU with Tremaine Jackson being in his second year. I think we're seeing the, the elevation of the Mavericks program because of that coaching staff and all of the transfers and recruits that they brought in to really elevate that staff and the players and everything like that. And then teams like Western CSU Pueblo longstanding, really good teams. I think that their culture is just right where it needs to be when they're bringing people in and Mm -hmm. they still have a lot of continuity as well with their rosters. So I think this year I would say it's been the most competitive because you have so many rosters that are either new and like the Mavericks who are very kind of new and still coming together in their first year, but showing a lot of promise. And then you have teams like mines who just, this has always kind of been their conference and they, they, the standard is Colorado school of mines. And that's where everybody's trying to get to. And I think this is the first year where we're really seeing that come together, where everybody's kind of getting to that point of it's anybody's conference. Right. As you, as you say that, we look at the RMAC standings. Western is technically in first because they've won more conference games. Uh, right. They're sitting at 4-0 right along with Carlton School of Mines, including Carlton Mesa, who is also undefeated at 3-0 and because of that weird week two bye. But of those three, you may even throw in Cishu Pueblo, but I don't think this will be the answer to the question. Which team is the best football team in the RMAC as of right now? I think as of right now, it's still Colorado School of Mines because we've yet to see like a Western or CMU beat them. And of course they haven't played yet, mm-hmm. but I still think it's Mines Conference to lose because they've been the longstanding top dog. And it's teams like Western who we actually see play Mines this weekend. That is going to be their test this weekend to see if they can actually win this conference or even not if they don't win that game, if they keep it close, I think that will show us kind of where Western and teams trying to get to Mines level are at. Because, I mean, Western plays Mines this weekend. CMU plays Mines in October 23rd. So just three weeks out, four weeks out. So we're going to see pretty soon who kind of that top dog, the clear, clear RMAC winner is. Let's briefly talk about the Mavericks, because this is your, of course, area of expertise. Karst Hunter who's on a roll this year as a quarterback for CMU, two-time RMAC Player of the Week through the first four weeks of football. He's only played in three games. This guy's got a really interesting story. The South Dakota State transfer come in. He has established himself as a guy for Tremaine Jackson. Question for you, does he have the possibility of being the best quarterback CMU has had, I would say, within the last decade, maybe even history? That may be too far-fetched, but he looks really good through his first three weeks as the Mesa quarterback. I don't know if I can clearly say that he he's got the potential to be the best quarterback in CMU history. I'm not saying he's the best now. I'm saying does he potentially, like you just said, have the best to have the he could. I think I think potentially he absolutely is there. I mean, we have seen Carson Hunter do things that we haven't seen since Einstein Salem. Correct. Easton Salem. Yeah. Easton Salem. That's what it was. But like I, honestly, it's one Einstein those... Salem, that could be his good nickname. And it's a, Easton, Easton. very smart guy, very elusive guy, smart guy with the football. Einstein Salem, here it is. A little bit two years too late for his nickname. But we're coming up. It, it's okay, but like I caught him on the back end of his CMU career, and right. he is in my mind one of the best CMU quarterbacks. I mean, he 
has the record for most passing yards with 5,672. I think we can see Karst get there. We've seen him make plays with both his feet and extend plays with his legs so he can make an, a tremendous play. I think one of the things that really is going to be the testament for if Karst can do that is sustaining that production. First two weeks, we saw him throw for over 300 yards in both those games. Week three, a little bit of a dip against a very good Shattering State team with 172. But I think as he gets a little bit more comfortable in the system and with everybody, like his receivers, because there's a lot of transfers on the CMU team, especially in that wide receiver core, it's going to just keep getting better. And going back to your original question of can he be the best? Absolutely. He's super accurate throwing the football. He makes really good decisions. He manages the game to a point where it's part of the reason he won the job for Tremaine. He's a very, very smart quarterback, knows yeah. when to pull it down and and run or when to try to fit something or take that deep shot. So I think that his knowledge is really what kind of separates him as a quarterback at CMU. Now he's going to be playing this weekend against the Thunderwolves of Cisha Pueblo, probably his biggest test being at CMU sure. so far. So with CMU taking on Cisha Pueblo, and Colorado School of Mines taking on Western, two battles of some really good teams, uh, two undefeated teams, and Mines and Western facing each other. Top four teams in the conference, head-to-head. Which teams will come out undefeated by the time Saturday comes to an end? That's a really good question because I think this is one of the first games where it's like true jeopardy for yeah, the yeah. Mavericks where they can, they can lose this game. Because, I mean, obviously... Shattering State's a really good team, but that was a game where we all knew it was going to be a close one, but the Mavericks should have won. This is the first game in my eyes that you're playing against one of the consistent best teams in the RMAC. This is the first test that they'll really get against CSU Pueblo. So I think that for guys like Cars, it's a huge test to just see and kind of get that measuring stick for where they're at as an RMAC team. And so I I'm pumped for this game. One, because not only is it going to be tremendous, but for the CMU team to then go on the road because it's in Pueblo, if they can win in Pueblo, I think it bodes really well for that October 23rd matchup against Mines. Remember last time they played in Pueblo, I was there at the game and they were they they gave up like 30 points in the third quarter. It was it was not it was not a good outing for the Mavericks. It was brutal. They have a hard they have mm-hmm. a hard time playing in the Thunderdome um, or Thunderbowl, excuse me. Thunderbowl, yeah. Thunderbowl. It's a, it's a tough place to play. It's loud. It's probably the most hostile environment in all the RMAC. Um, see, Mace can do it. And I'm, I'm going to have eyes on Western. It's going to be their big first test. You're, you're saying before we started recording, this is going to test who Western actually is. It's a big identity mm-hmm. test for both it's, these teams. It's a huge test for both these teams because, I mean, if you just look at the standings, like we've mentioned a couple times, that's the top four teams. CSU yeah. Pueblo, Mesa, those are two and four mines in – Western are one and three, of course, because of records and all that good stuff. But this is the weekend where you really get to see how things shake out and if who's for real. I mean, we're seeing that with the NFL and the Broncos this week. D2 Colorado football, it's the same thing. Everybody's kind of getting that test to see, are we for real? Is our defense as good as we think it is? Is our offense as good as we think it is? And personally, I think Mesa both offense and defense are as good as they think it is Western. That's going to be a little bit of a bigger test just because mines is so dominant offensively and defensively. Josh, that's all I got for you. 
Thanks so much. And look at everything Josh has going on at the CMU Criterion, 913 from KMSA. He calls a lot of the home games for CMU, so check him out. Josh, how can they find you on, on Twitter, my friend? What's your, on what's your Twitter, name? I will have to – let me double-check my ad, but I believe <laughs> it is just Josh Coleman 25, capital J, capital C. Um, and, of course, that's not on my laptop, so I got to – yes, it is Josh Coleman 25. Yeah, capital J, capital C. Um, I don't use Instagram much, so I'm not going to put that out there. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, if you there. want to go follow me on Twitter, go for it. I'm going to become more active and start tweeting at your man, MJ Kennedy tweets. Hey, hey, shout out, shout out. Josh, thanks so much. It's a pleasure as always. Thank you for having me, Matt. Once again, big shout out and thank you to Josh Coleman for joining us today on All Colorado Everything. Follow him on Twitter and we'll see you guys on Friday. We'll be back to talk some Broncos as they look to face off against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens from Denver this upcoming Sunday. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Have a great rest of your week. And we'll see you on Friday morning on ACE.